0: Hey guys, before this episode starts, I want to talk about some pretty cool news. Okie Investigations now has its own website. It's truecrime.blog and it is a running blog for crime stories and for this show. So if you're a true crime buff and you want to see some cool things that we gathered while researching each show, including a timeline of events that we put together, uh, newspaper clippings, court documents and much much more come check us out at truecrime.blog one two three four. hello everyone and welcome to Oki investigations my name is trevor shelby in this episode we're going to take a ride in the Oki time machine once again because it's way back wednesday and that's just what we do around here Today we're going to try something new, we're going to talk about the rise and fall of notable lawman and federal agent, Wiley Lynn. Through his life, he went from the Oklahoma's best prohibition officer, and in a blink of an eye, he was a killer. What happened? Why? And what happened next? But first, if you're a first time listener, to experience this podcast to its finest, Hit that subscribe button so when we have new episodes, you will be the first to know. Then head on over to our Facebook page. Here we can discuss the case together and perhaps come up with our own theories on the many cases that will be featured on this show. You can find us at Facebook.com forward slash Okie Investigations. I hope everyone's doing well, uh, despite these strange times. I've been doing pretty good. to uh, to being indoors more often you know i found myself gaining a few pounds so i thought i better do something before before it gets out of hand Uh, so i'm proud to say that going on a few weeks here i've lost six pounds my goal right now is to get down to 20 pounds lost so we'll see what happens after that another thing i've been doing is i've been planning a family trip every year i've planned on and went on amazing vacations But 2020 has reared its ugly head, and our typical go-to is now a no-go. So we got creative, and we bought a camper. The state of Oklahoma has many beautiful campgrounds all over the place. So last month, we stayed at Lake Thunderbird just to try to camper out. That's real close to us. And we had a wonderful time, actually. So the next place we are planning on going is the Great Salt Plains State Park. Plan on getting some fishing done. the the great salt lake plains is a it's a big plain of salt (laughs) that you can go out and dig for crystals my wife and mother are very excited about doing that the other thing keeping me sane is this show and working on it in my free time i know i do this every week but i'm not sure if you really understand when i say it thank you guys for listening This year has been real hard for a lot of us, and it's really helped me to sit back and work on these episodes and not worry about what's going on in the world all the time. This episode was actually born out of me just going down a rabbit hole of information, just doing all this research, and I was doing research on notable cowboys in Oklahoma and, you know, outlaws and stuff. So let's go down this rabbit hole together, shall we? Let's get started. Wiley Ulysses Lynn was born on May of 1988 in Medill, Oklahoma. He was the son of a farmer, which in turn made him a farmer as well. His family was among the first to settle and establish themselves in the town of Medill in Indian Territory. For years, there was no school, no post office. So growing up, Wiley learned the family trade of farming. Now, while growing up, Frank Knammer, who became... Judge Kim Emmer for the U.S. District Court ended up opening a school in town, and that is where Lynn was able to go to school for the very first time. In 1897, Lynn was nine years old. The oil business was starting to become a big deal in Oklahoma, and it became evident that the state was just rich with oil, and this one business would become the most profitable of its time. When reaching adulthood, Wiley was able to use the hard work ethics he learned as a child and put that to work when he went to work in the oil fields as a laborer and mechanic. Now, during World War I, Lynn was able to register for the draft, but it was noted that he was missing his forefinger and his thumb and middle finger were stiff. So... This was kind of common for oil workers at the time. I mean, accidents happen, and people can lose digits. Pretty simple. When looked at as, as a draftee, he wasn't a very prime pick, uh, I would think. Lynn was not drafted into World War I, and in 1918, he decided he was going to put his skills to the test, and he was going to open up a mechanic workshop. He took out large advertisements in the newspapers in the area. One read, Notice to automobile owners. Wiley Yu Lin, an experienced mechanic and garage man, now has the garage formerly known as Kiddo Garage, and is equipped and ready to give you the very best repair work. We do oxyacetylene welding, magnetos, and generators as a specialty. We have the best mechanics, all work guaranteed. Beginning Monday, April 29th, we'll give a 10% of what we take in to the local Red Cross. Ladies, bring your work to us and help a good cause because if you help me to make a living, you're also helping the Red Cross and help yourselves by getting the best service on your car. Now, besides fixing cars and welding, Lynn wanted to do more in life. He then sought out becoming a lawman and wanted to work in the Marshall County area. This was the start of a promising career. Lynn worked hard as a lawman and through his experience with working on automobiles, he was able to make several busts of would-be car thieves early in his career. In 1920, the sheriff in Marshall County was disliked so much that many officers in the area were ready to run against him, even Wiley Lynn. Matter of fact, we found one of his advertisements Wiley U. Lin, candidate for sheriff. To the voters of Marshall County, I have filed for the Office of Sheriff of Marshall County, subject to the actions of the Democratic primary, August 3rd, 1920. I've served as Deputy US Enforcement Officer for two years, Constable for two years, Deputy City Marshal for two years. You who know me know what I'm able to do And if you think that I will make a good officer, I want you to vote for me. If elected, I will do my best to give everyone a square deal. I am a Democrat. Wiley U. Lynn, a man with a conscience. Lynn was mostly dismissed in the papers for this election. They would go on a great deal about other candidates and then say something about Lynn like his support in the county is not known at this time. (laughs) That was really it. They'd have these big long paragraphs about other people and then him one sentence. In the primary, Lynn received a total of eight votes. Uh, This must have been frustrating. The role of sheriff would have been a huge pay bump for him. And this was his first political outing and it was a complete failure. It didn't take long for Lynn to bounce back. In just a few short years in 1924, Lynn would have the best and worst year of his life. Sometimes in career advancement, it's not about how you work, it's about who you know. Remember I told you that Judge Kinammer established the school that Lynn attended? Well in February of 1924, Judge Kinammer was appointed as the first district court judge of eastern Oklahoma. Now with this appointment, Kinammer wanted someone that he knew as marshal of his court. He chose Lynn as his first marshal. This is what ran in the papers at the time. Wiley U. Lynn takes position with federal enforcement. Wiley Lynn, former Marshall County deputy sheriff, received his commission as one of the district enforcers of the federal government Monday. He is off for Oklahoma City where he will report to Chief Meadows. It is the belief of Mr. Lynn that he will be assigned to the Holdenville Territory where he will enforce national prohibition law. Lynn became a deputy sheriff when Tom Christian took office one and a half years ago. Now, once appointed, Lynn would appear to be a very successful federal officer. He was actually trained for the this role in Oklahoma City and there He targeted many Oklahoma City hotels and would arrest 22 porters that were trying to secretly sell liquor in those hotels. It was reported that on his very first day on the job, he would assist in the capture of a large copper steel near Oklahoma City. His name was commonly in the papers. The Broadway Central Hotel would even go on to use his name to advertise that they were among those investigated for the liquor, but they... Were found not to be selling liquor. This was their advertisement. One hotel is found to be booze-free. Twenty-two porters nabbed by federal officer working undercover during last week, Wiley Yu Lin, federal prohibition o- enforcement officer, purchased whiskey from and caused the arrest of 22 porters in six of the city's leading hotels. Lynn stated Saturday that the seven hotels in which he investigated, he only found one in which he could not obtain whiskey from. Now, in 1924, Lynn was finishing his training and he was now working in the Seminole County area just east of Shawnee. Right away, Lynn made some very notable busts and had been making arrests quicker than any lawman around. But as good as he was, there was always still liquor in the area. A rumor began to spread that moonshiners could buy Lynn for a price, and he would overlook their selling of liquor. This rumor made its way to the ear of William Bill Tillman. Now, Tillman was no stranger to confrontation. He used to be a lawman and city marshal in Dodge City. When he moved to Oklahoma, he was appointed as a deputy U.S. marshal and joined forces with other deputies to wage a war against outlaws like Bill Doolin and his gang. Bill Tillman famously fought the Doolin-Dalton gang member Little Bill Radler and brought him to justice in a gun battle. Tillman shot Little Bill several times in the wrist, neck, and back. Lynn knew that Tillman was on to him, and it all came to a head when Lynn and some friends drove into Cornwell, Oklahoma. As they exited the car, Lynn discharged his pistol into the street. Now, in some accounts, this was an accident. Other eyewitness statements suggest they heard Lynn say something like, let me see if this thing will shoot, and then he fired it into the street. Many, however, said he was drunk. Tillman was in a nearby store and came out to see what happened. He saw it was Lynn and he drew his weapon. Many of the eyewitnesses state that Lynn and his friends were drunk. Tillman went to arrest Lynn and and they struggled with his pistol and with the help of a bystander they were able to get it away from Lynn, but they were unaware he had another. He drew his gun and shot Tillman three times, killing him. Lynn and his friends fled the scene and then Lynn turned himself in to the Holdenville police pleading self-defense. Governor Trapp directed that Tillman's body lie in a state of the rotunda of the Oklahoma Capitol building and be attended by an honor guard. Tillman's Paul Bears inc- included Governor Trapp, former Governor Robertson, Oklahoma Attorney General George Short, and U.S. Marshal Alva McDonald. Tillman was the third person ever and the first police officer to have received such honors. He was buried in Chandler, Oklahoma, A park in the town is named after him. So to say the trial was a mess was an understatement. Judge Keenammer assisted Lynn in every step that he could. He was preventing lawmen from serving charges on Lynn. The state was prevented from presenting the trial and Lynn was wanting to be tried in federal court where he felt he would receive a better decision. When that trial did happen, two of the key prosecution eyewitnesses disappeared. One wrote a letter from Florida stating that he fled because he did not want to testify and he was threatened if he did. This statement was not allowed into the trial. The other eyewitness was Deputy Marshal Hugh Sawyer. He was actually Tillman's right-hand man, and when this gun battle happened, he froze up. And didn't really see much. And that's what he testified to. So he missed all the action and just saw them run away. And he didn't do anything but render aid to Tillman. So that wasn't the best of witnesses. Lynn was acquitted of the charges and went home a free man. He was able to retain his job. But a short time after that, he was eventually fired. This would be the end of his career as a lawman, but he would keep trying to get back in any way he could. Now, his life would start to spiral out of control from here. He was often arrested for drunkenness. The liquor he used to arrest people for has now become his best friend. His wife left him and took the kids. This would go on for years, and one man was always making matters worse by being the arresting officer and... Stepping in when Lynn was applying for other positions as, as an officer. OSBI agent Crockett Long, who was assigned to that area and who had made no secret that he disliked Lynn. Long was really good friends with Tillman lynn blamed agent long for not being able to gain employment with the state bureau of investigations and it was noted that crockett long had a substantial reputation for being really good in a gunfight he had previously that same year been involved in a gunfight with pretty boy floyd where floyd had actually escaped on july 17 1932 Lynn walked into a corner drugstore where he spotted Agent Long talking with friends. Lynn walked up behind him and pulled out his pistol. Lynn stated something like, I'm gonna kill you and I might as well do it now, although it didn't have the effect that Lynn wanted because Agent Long didn't hear him due to the fact he was hard of hearing. Now, Agent Long did realize something was going on by the look of the faces around him and he looked back and saw Lynn with the pistol and said, Put that thing away. But he did that as he quickly drew his own weapon. Both men fired their weapons at the same time. Several shots rang out and both men were dead or dying on the floor. Three bystanders were shot as well. One died as a result of those injuries. After the death of Bill Tillman, his wife would go on to say that she predicts that Wiley Lind will die someday before a smoking pistol. When they interviewed her again, she said, Bill Tillman has been avenged. I'm glad Wiley Lynn is dead. I'm sorry another good man had to be sacrificed before Wiley Lynn must meet his due. I'm glad he died, the way he died, for he was hardened criminal whose life, fittingly, was ended by bullets. No jury can acquit him for killing Crockett Long. A higher jury has passed sentence upon him. And really in this case i don't think she's wrong she is obviously still very upset in the killing of her husband now if you're interested in the life of william bill tillman i can suggest checking out a book called marshall of the last frontier it's by his wife zoe tillman And it is a wonderful account of his life and his accomplishments throughout. So I would definitely recommend looking at that. He was a very incredible lawman. Thank you guys for joining us on this week's show. I have a lot of fun putting these together. So I'm really hoping you guys are enjoying it. If you haven't already, make sure you hit that subscribe button. It really helps us out. It helps us in rankings and ratings and all that stuff. So definitely definitely hit that subscribe button Uh, thank you guys again i'll see you guys this coming sunday where we're taking a step further into the dark side of oklahoma's history see ya save big money now on new siding from lp smart side at menards update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding